already said something about that. Welcome to Nerd Sports, everybody. Thank you, Angry Faithful, for watching. And today we're going to talk about the great sport of curling. Which we've already covered, but I am more than happy to do it again. Well, this Winter Olympics coming up, blah, 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 blah. There's still time to make the U.S. Olympic team for curling, I think. Is there? That'd be, I mean, that's a, we could do it. I'm sure they've already gotten their, like, quota for fat bar dudes from Wisconsin. I don't, uh, no, no, I don't think so. We could do it. We could do it. But anyways, today, yeah, um, uh, this this week, we, we've we gotten down to the line for the next two weeks for, uh, we're not going to, we're going to talk sports on uh, NFL, but we're going to talk uh, basically the two teams that are going up in the Super Bowl. Well, that yeah. and the news that broke, that broke the internet. Yeah, uh, we got the LA Rams and... The uh, Cincinnati Bengals going yeah, after the Cincinnati Super Bowl. Bengals, but the news that I'm referring to is. Does it happen to be with your jersey? Yeah, it is. Um, is. Is it? Is it? You're wearing number 12? The internet went completely batshit crazy. I know we're not. We're within the five minutes, whatever. Eh, fuck it. The internet went crazy. Tom Brady's retiring. I'm like. Man, so you start seeing all these like obligatory thank you goat for all the you know I mean just the thank you posts right you know for the yeah. memories and and it, and it dawned on me like if he does because he said in his let's go podcast um that sometimes it 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 takes some time to really evaluate how you feel what you want to do and i think when the time is right i'll be ready to make the decision one way or another mm-hmm. um it was the first one since you know his first comment since uh uh, Ian Rappaport, uh reported saturday that the goat plans to retire and in you know according to multiple sources close you know close to brady but um <laughs> Tom Brady's agent, Don Yee, stated that Tom will be the only person to express his plans with complete accuracy. Yeah. Um, Which he actually... Man, I just had it. There we go. No, not that one. I mean, Uh, the Buccaneers have no clue what the hell's going on because Brady hasn't told them what's going on. And I'm like, okay. He's still going through the process, uh, I said, as I uh, go through... Uh, yeah, same thing as the Let's Go podcast. Yeah, he said it's it was still a good, a good week for me. I'm still going through the process. I said I was going to go through. Sometimes it takes some time uh, time to really evaluate how you feel, what you want to do. Yeah, you just said that. Yeah, he said it's always a good line that I'm responsible for what I say and do, and not responsible for what others say or do. I think the one thing I've learned about sports is that you can control what you control and what you can't, you leave to others. We're in such an era of information and people want to be in front of the news so often. And I totally understand. that. I understand that that's the environment we're in. But I think for me, it's literally day to day with me. I'm just trying to do the best that I can every day, evaluate things as they come. And I'm trying to make a good decision for me and my family. And you think about this. 
Um, I mean, if he does plan to you know to go ahead and retire, there will be. I mean, we're, we we have a generation of NFL fans that have never seen the NFL without Tom Brady in it. I mean, personally, I'd like to see him come back for one more year, but if he does decide to hang it up, he will be hanging up a 22 career that saw seven Super Bowl wins, multiple Super Bowl MVPs, I mean, for a guy that everybody in the draft completely wrote off. And for the large part, so did the Patriots. But the Patriots took him in the sixth round. I think it was like 146th overall or something like that. But, you know, and, you know, I'm just kind of sitting there thinking. I'm like, this dude is as old as I am. And he's out there doing things that are just like outstandingly remarkable. Um, this has been one of his most mobile years, like as far as like rushing. Um, I mean, the dude owns so many records in the books. I mean, now records were made to be broken, but uh, a lot of his records are going to be, uh, hard to break. Um, I don't think anybody will ever see super seven Super Bowl rings ever. Um, if they or, do, or the 20 years. Well, yeah, well, the 20 22 years. years. Or 22 years? 22 years at quarterback. Yeah. Um, and when's the last time seen, when's the last time you had it, was there was there a person that did like 22 years at quarterback? Well, I think well, like Brett Favre did 20 or 21, but the thing about Brett Favre was is that man, he was fucking <laughs> he was old halfway through his career. And you know, the the problem with drinking that Brett Favre had. Didn't oh, uh, George process. Bellina. Well, yeah. Bland. You know, I mean, there, there was, I think it was Bruce Matthews. Uh, he was a lineman for the Houston Oilers slash Tennessee Titans. Um, he had a pretty long career as a lineman, which was kind of remarkable. Um, yeah, because they get brain damaged, you know. But if he decides to hang it up to spend more time with his wife, to spend more time with his kids, I can't fault him for that. Um, it'll definitely put put a bow on probably one of the most remarkable, if not the most remark remarkable, you know, career in NFL history, and we may probably go another generation or two before we see anything like we see in Tom Brady. Um, I mean, is it the type of situation where, you know, you're going to see grown men cry, get emotional whenever, you know, he decides to finally come out and say, I'm retiring. Get this. They're already putting it on the news. It's like with, uh, if, and when Tom Brady retires, could Buccaneers turn to Aaron Rodgers? Um, I don't see that. I don't see it either. If anything else, um, when Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback for San Francisco, mm-hmm. when he gets healthy, I see him maybe stepping into it because um, he's already proven that. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a good quarterback. Um, 
I mean, he, they came within a field goal. Of Man, they made it the to the final round. Super Bowl. Yeah, I yeah, mean, they, they made, made it, it to, to the, the final round. Um, I mean, they're, I mean they're, and plus on top of that, man, I mean, a lot of the seniors and juniors that are playing quarterback in college football now, I mean, they're damn good. I mean, they're good. I mean, they're not Tom Brady good, but I mean, like I said, he's kind of an, you know, he, 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 he's on his own level and that's, that's his own court, you know, own, own quarterback rating, own, own level, you know, kind yeah. of a thing. Um, We'll just have to wait and see, but I, I I thought he still had like one more year on his contract. I think I think he does have one year on his contract. Um, if he decides to retire, I mean, obviously at this point, I think it would help the Buccaneers as far as their salary cap situation is going to be concerned, because um, they wouldn't have to pay him his entire uh, remaining uh, contract. But I mean. I mean, I see Tom Brady kind of, if he does decide to hang it up, I see him kind of laying low for maybe a season or two before the networks start calling on him to become an announcer, you know, an analyst or an announcer or something like that. I mean, that. nowadays, uh, if it comes around to it and everything, depending on his listeners, he has his podcast. He doesn't really need, need I mean, he could do it. But nowadays, honestly, being an announcer is not like a, a big flashy thing anymore when you can do your own stuff. It, it's not, but I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a ratings grab. Um, yeah, that's basically all it is. is you're just pulling a name and you're just, you're just there for the network to generate numbers because it's like, especially if like, say if he becomes an announcer for CBS and CBS first game that he announces in new England. Right. I mean, dude, that's going to be, I mean, they're going to put on some kind of big cheesy dog and pony show. Like, thanks, Tom, for all the memories and blah blah blah. You know, uh, really, they do dog and pony shows now. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think I see him going out on a loss. Um, if if Tom Brady decides to hang it up, I, I don't see it being for at least another year. And when he does come, if he decides to say, look, I'm going I'm to finish, this is going to be my last year. This is going to be his swan song. Um, yeah, it's going to definitely put a target on his back. Sure, because there's going to be a lot of people, especially these defensive ends that want to get one last sack of Tom Brady before the goat finally goes away. Yeah. But um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to put the pressure on the Buccaneers as an organization to put people around him that are going to give him the best shot to go out as a world champion. Um, I mean, I mean, why not go for eight rings? I mean, come on, you know, eight's a nice, even number and, and seven for the most part uh, seems to kind of be that plateau. Cause I mean, you've got three, seven time NASCAR champions, you know, I mean, he's this current seven time world champion. I just, I don't know. Um, but yeah, if he decides to come back for one more year again, I see, I see Tampa Bay really kind of just uh, going on, you know, going all in. Um, they'll definitely get creative with their contract structuring. Uh, they're going to be aggressive in the draft. I mean, they're really going to be looking for people that are going to give Tom Brady his best shot at going out on top. Yeah, um, and it might be the the, the reverse what. 
you were talking about of it might be draining their uh bank account really hardcore just to get that set up and if they do i mean what i mean because at this point i i think that what he did for the culture in tampa bay really defies explanation because here he comes he comes in to a mid-market team and he just completely turned it on its head and he got people hyped up they're like holy crap we're playing with tom brady tom brady is our quarterback yeah and i mean immediately guys bought into the system immediately guys bought into the you know into the lfg you know let's let's fucking go you know um i mean immediately people wanted to come out of retirement to come play for, play with him i.e you know rob gronkowski um remember rob gronkowski you know gronkowski is is arguably one of the best tight ends to have played the game i mean if we're talking about sheer career numbers to include for the four super bowl championships that he won with tom brady um And, and not to take away from from Gronkowski, but I mean, I think without Tom Brady, he's gonna. I mean, he's he's a mid level performer at best. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's always been a part of that culture, especially the culture in New England with Tom Brady, and, you know, bringing in those multiple Super Bowl championships. Um, I mean, and he took New England from a from a from a half-ass organization to a six-time world champion organization. Yeah. The only other team that that's done that well is the Steelers. Yeah. And I never it, thought of that. They only have like six. Yeah, they've they've only got six and all six of them they won with Tom Brady under center. Mm. But um you know, I mean, Tampa Bay has already won one. They won one uh back in the uh, want to say the late 90s can't remember when um it wasn't that terribly long ago um Hello. i mean when when they had like uh warren sap playing for them um but i mean they had one uh, john gruden the one that got fired from from coaching the raiders for being a quote-unquote racist yeah um he was the head coach at the time and uh i mean but then just just like most florida based market teams whenever they win their championship they gut the entire organization and they they basically started over from scratch which is what tampa bay did the first time now when tom brady came in they signed him to a like a two year deal okay and... they want okay i got it uh sorry uh super bowl 20 uh, 86 they went they didn't win they didn't win that one okay here we go 36 was 2002 and all of them been with brady they've no, been to the brady super bowl. was not their quarterback in, in when when they won their first super bowl 2002 i'm not talking about the patriots oh. i'm talking about the buccaneers oh buccaneers is totally different yeah, yeah, 
but thanks for actively participating. I thought you were talking about the Patriots. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I had to bust your balls. Okay. Um, But, you know, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, I mean, we, he said that he's been blessed to have played as long as he's had. And I think that we've been blessed as fans to see something like that on the field week in and week out for the last 22 years. And I mean, he's, yeah, he's generated a lot of hate, but you know, then again, people like to mock greatness because either they're jealous of it or they don't understand it. And when somebody, yeah, 2003, I knew it was in the 2000s. So, um, I think it was like uh, Hostetler, I think it was their quarterback. Anyways. I can't think so. But, I mean, people have kind of forgotten that, you know, Tampa Bay had a team. And then Tom Brady out of nowhere decides to sign a contract with him. He completely flipped that market on its head. And... Yeah, I mean, they went nine and seven their first year. They got to the playoffs as a uh, wild card, and they, I mean, they they played every game on the road with the exception of the Super Bowl, which just happened to be held in their stadium last year. I mean, they got to host their, I mean, they were the first team to host a Super Bowl in their home stadium and consequently won that Super Bowl. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a story to keep your keep our eye on over the next couple, you know, coming coming weeks. But uh, you know, I'm 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 kind of looking forward to, you know, the next two weeks. I mean, we've got the Pro Bowl next week, which I mean, yeah, and then on the, the NFL Pro needs Bowl. to do. Yeah, the NFL needs to do something about the Pro Bowl. I mean, they they keep they they moved it to Las Vegas this year, which I'm you know I'm cool with or whatever, right? I mean, they just keep changing the venues. But I, I think that in order for the Pro Bowl to, you know, generate the ratings that it needs and to bring something back to the meaning of being an all-pro. Well, um, they, they've already replaced uh, Russ. They, re- they replaced Tom Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers with Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins. Well, no, I mean, that's not what I'm talking about. Like baseball used to be the winner of the all-star game was the home team in the world series. And now they've changed it to where the best record, you know, between the national and the American league gets to host, you know, gets to be the, the home team for the world series. So baseball took away the meeting, you know, took, took away something. I mean, the, 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 the all-stars that went to the baseball all-star, all-star game when the winner decided home team in the in, you know, home field in the, the World Series, I mean, they gave them something to play for. And now the all-star game, again, is just kind of something flashy where the players are out there and they're just kind of half-assing. I mean, they're, they're basically kind of phoning it in a little bit. And, I mean, being an all-star in baseball isn't what it used to be. And I, I think that the... Um, you know, I, I think that the, the, the all-star, the pro bowl needs to have some kind of meaning to it. And I mean, what that is, I have no clue, but, and that's, that's for somebody who, who gets paid to make those decisions. 
to to do exactly that is make that decision. But um, I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, the Pro Bowl. I used to enjoy watching the Pro Bowl when I was a kid, but I, I mean, it just really. I mean, when you see players kind of opting out of it because you know they don't want to play, you know, or the ones that do show up. I mean, it's it's all about who who's got the best celebration after making a, a routine you know, five yard catch, you know, I, mean, I just, I don't, I don't care to watch it anymore. Um, I'm looking forward to this year's Super Bowl just because, you know, I mean, it's the, I mean, the Bengals, I mean, came out of nowhere. Yeah. And, it's I more mean, or less they played every yeah, story. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's a great underdog story. Yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't I mean, even pick them for the last, we were like, Oh no. We nah, but so. if you remember, I told you I wanted them to win. I wanted yeah, them to beat yeah. the chiefs, but I, you know, I, I and, did too, and I and it, 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 was a beautiful game. I actually watched. Oh, it, it was an amazing game. It was a um, freaking amazing game. And I, because and, it came, know, it, it came down to the line. It was in the overtime, and the Bengals came through. It was yeah, just they did. They they really did. I mean, they stepped up when it mattered. Um, and, I mean, I'm just going to kind of put it out there now verbally, and we'll we'll get it on record next week. But, uh, I mean, as far as our show is concerned, I'm, I'm picking the Bengals to win the Super Bowl because the these Bengals. dudes are coming in on a roller coaster <laughs> high. Yeah. An absolute roller coaster high. Um, Joe Burrows is doing something in his second year that you just don't see. And <laughs> I saw <laughs> – I saw a meme the other or yesterday. Actually, I think it was this morning. Uh, comparing Joe Burrow to Dak Prescott. You know, Dak Prescott's been in the league what seven, eight years now, mm-hmm. and Joe Burrow in his second year has already gotten more playoff wins than Dak Prescott, and has already made it to the Super Bowl. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those so, memes have been going crazy. Yeah, but, and see what's funny though is that there was a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans that wanted to see the Cowboys draft Joe Burrow two years ago. Yeah, but you know, of course, Jerry Jones, being Jerry Jones, was going to stick to his guns and ride Dak Prescott into the ground. And I don't hang the playoff loss completely on Dak Prescott. Um, the defense. The defense gave up a lot. Antonio, uh, not Antonio Brown, but uh, their cornerback Brown. Uh-huh. I mean, I think he led the league in pass interference calls this year. And I mean, the defense. I mean, they had the they had the number one defense in the league as far as takeaways were concerned. I mean, they created turnovers. I mean, they just hawked to the ball. I mean, they led with like thirty eight or thirty five or thirty eight interceptions. I mean, they led the league. And it just, when it came down to it, they just, they couldn't, they couldn't, they they couldn't perform when it was necessary. I mean, I think it was Stephen A. Smith. He said, uh, the Cowboys are a regular season team, but once, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll wow you and they'll make you believe during the regular season. But as soon as the playoffs come. Yeah, they choke. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean. And next to Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, I mean, they're probably the biggest choke artists in the NFL, hands down. Yeah, and the 90s team was probably the best team setup they've had. And 
honestly, I think most of it is fueled by cocaine, but <laughs> you will never prove that. I'll because never they were be still, able to they prove were still that. Doing, they were still doing drug testing and steroids testing uh, back in the 90s for the NFL. And um, I mean, yeah, Michael Irving stabbed his team, stabbed one of his teammates in the locker room over his haircut. <laughs> What's really funny is you get, if you if you look at the Drinking Bros podcast, they had uh, they have Michael Irving on it, and he just admits all the craziness that happened. I mean, he admits it on like live TV. Yeah, you know, he, I mean, he is he is a freaking. But that was the culture riot. then. I mean, that that was the culture, you know, and I I just. I'm, I'm kind of like, just, I sit back and I look at the teams from the nineties and I don't want to say that was a tougher, you know, tougher brand of football or anything like that. It's just, I just think that the personalities were bigger back then. Yeah. Um, and I'm really glad that we didn't have social media back then because, Oh Lord, that would have been some extra sauce right there. I don't know. My opinion is, is they'll do the same thing that they did this time as a lot of people would. I mean, you'd get some like weird stuff that would happen like first off, but eventually the PR department would go, Hey, you have to do it this way or you're fired, which a lot of that is actually true now. I mean, a lot of people tell you right when you get hired uh, on a new job is like, Hey, if you post stuff like this, you're fired because we're going to be looking at it. Yeah. Now, um, kind of switching gears a little bit here. Um, the Raiders were making some pretty big moves. I mean, they fired their, uh, they fired their head coach and general manager. And then they went to the Patriots and hired Josh McDaniels, who has been the, uh, Patriots offensive coordinator for the longest time. Um, I think four out of the six Super Bowls that the Patriots won, Josh McDaniels was the uh, offensive coordinator. I mean, him and Tom Brady are like tight, right? And uh, then they went out and hired the Patriots general manager, Dave Ziegler, to take on that responsibility for the Raiders. So the Raiders, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I mean, they were scrappy this year. So, I mean, I think that they might be turning the corner and, and – trying to make a run to to be for real next year um yeah I'm vikings, are, vikings are planning to fly uh jim harbaugh who's been the head coach at the university of michigan for the last few years um out to minnesota for an interview um to take over their head coaching spot um i thought that was supposed then, to happen after the super bowl well i mean they happening? can they can make these announcements but like any kind of like definitive hey splash moves generally it's good form to wait until after the super bowl but um the new bears general manager ryan poles he said that they're going to take back the nfc north and never give it up you know never give it back um, huh. i we'll like see. fantasy fiction too yeah right um but uh you know uh, I think with if if Tom Brady does make an exit, I think the NFL's in good hands with its crop of young quarterbacks. I mean, we're talking about Josh Allen, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, we're talking about Joe Burrow. 
Not even I mean, that. I mean, it's 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 the new blood that you got to look at too. That's, that's what I'm out. talking about. I just said that. I mean, we're talking about the young core of quarterbacks that they've got out there now. I was talking about for the drafts that's coming up. From oh, the college. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the draft, I mean, the, the problem with that is, man, is that you know you've got your, you know, you've got your diamonds in the rough, right? You've got your Mac Joneses, you've got your uh, Joe Burrows, you've got your Josh Allen's. But generally speaking, man, any of these hot, hot-handed quarterbacks, dude, it, it, and unless unless an organization decides that they are going to gather around their new quarterback and they're going to look at them and say, "Look, what do you need?" Or they're going to have a quarterback, a quarterback coach, or an offensive coordinator, or a head coach that understands the mentality of a new quarterback. I mean, a lot of these guys are just going to come in and they're going to flounder and, and just they're going to wash out of the NFL. You, I don't know. It, it. We, I've, we've, they do it. It's happened so many times. It, it used to be the thing well, where the draft, if, if well, you, you got drafted by the, if you got, you used to be, if you got drafted by the Cleveland Browns, you were good to be in the league for maybe two, three years before they drafted somebody new and you never played it down in the NFL ever again. I mean, there's there's even a quarterback um are you talking about that, the uh, number one draft pick uh curse not so much that well and and it's like teams like cleveland it's teams like the new york jets it's teams like the jacksonville jaguars um you know those those perennial losing teams like the detroit tigers now the detroit tigers they've they, they've got to work on some chemistry they've got to figure out offensive line you mean the Detroit Lions yeah don't 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 confuse me you said you kept on saying the Detroit Tigers did I say the Tigers god yes I was like wait a minute well ever since they gave up their pitching their pitching rotation to the to to the wind the the Tigers have been you know irrelevant too but anyways the Detroit Lions (laughs) thank you for catching me I got so fucking confused it wasn't catching you it was like wait a minute no, you caught me. No, you, okay. Uh, it's not that you caught me. You 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 bailed me out there, so I appreciate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I'm here for you, brother. Hey, <laughs> you know, but um, you know, I mean, it, it, with the, with the Lions, I mean, they've got they've got they've got some chemistry issues to work out. I mean, their secondary, absolute mayhem. They're going to have to go out and def- I mean, they're going to have to they're they're going to have to be defensively minded coming into the next year's draft. Yeah, they haven't but, really uh, been relevant since Mick Foley put on his uh, put on the uh, Leatherman jacket. Talking about Axel Foley. Axel Foley. God damn. Yes, Axel. You had Foley. me so confused. I was thinking mankind. I'm like, <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> we both did it. No, really, you didn't have me confused. I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to give you a, an easy out there. Oh God, <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking Mick Foley. Well, Foley, okay, I don't know Mick Foley. Eat Sacco, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, you know what? The, the, we need to do. We need to do uh, WWE. <laughs> oh God, no, because that's going to require me to watch it, and I don't want to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, back in the nineties, yes, in the early two thousands, yes, we could. Have you talked. know, I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin's got a podcast where he talks about all the crap that went on back in the day. Um, 
I mean, there's all kinds of documentaries out there. I just don't have the energy. I'm like Rip Wheeler when he walks out and he sees Beth standing next to the bar and he's like, I don't have, I don't have the energy for you today. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't have the energy or the time to devote to watching choreographed. I mean, not to say that these guys aren't athletes because these dudes, these dudes are amazing stuff. Yeah. They do some amazing stuff. They're, they're more, I've always considered them more like uh, stunt people. I used to look at wrestling as the male equivalent of a soap opera. Oh yeah. 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 But I just, the writing, the writers that, that, that script the, the, the plot lines and stuff, it's just so cartoonish. I mean, not that it was believable before, but it's just so outlandishly over the top now. And I mean, for crying out loud, they've got, I don't even know if she's really Ric Flair's granddaughter, but Charlotte Flair, and she's basically assuming the persona of Ric Flair. And I'm like, come on. Yeah, after the whole uh, Ric Flair thing. I'm like, come on, man. Seriously? And I mean, and it's just not really, to me, I mean, once The Undertaker officially hung it up and left, I'm like, eh. I mean, that was really kind of the last of the old school for me. Now, I know that The Rock makes an appearance every once in a while when he's hawking a new movie stone yeah. cold steve austin's still active i don't know if he's like an active wrestler but i know that he's an no he's not an active wrestler he's just uh like he referees or commentates that's about it yeah but um but yeah we're looking at super bowl 56 man i'm just kind of like wow you know the rams and the Bengals. i mean this is no if you if he told somebody like in the beginning uh of yeah this, if you'd have told somebody like, at the beginning what? of the year that the no. Bengals were going to make the Super Bowl? No, they would have even, I barely know football. And I'd be like, <sighs> who? No, no, not with their track record. No, absolutely not. Oh, sorry, I had to hawk up some lung butter there. Um, but it's all this back and forth with the weather dude and then now they're talking about six to 16 inches of snow potentially on thursday and i'm just sitting there going (laughs) you better fucking not no if you're gonna snow snow six maybe maybe seven eight inches but if you get anywhere over a foot that fucks my weekend plans all to hell i i just keep on seeing this the the uh the snow drift of what they're it was like this is what's gonna be snow i was like man that's a huge erection i mean have you seen the photos of them i've seen and those are old memes yes i just i just see a big erection like i mean it's sad but anyway i'm done as sigmund freud would say tell me about your mother (laughs) um but i mean of course to sigmund freud everything was phallic so there we go um but yeah man i you know i'm I'm excited about this game i think the Bengals can do it um it'll be interesting and i would i'm after that i would buy at least one uh Bengals uh thing yeah you know i'm not opposed to that um i mean i i think i'm going to be in the market for joe burrow's jersey anyway not one that i would 
wear on the regular. I mean, it would be like for the show or I may just get, I may spring like the three or $400 to get an on field authentic game time Jersey. And have that would probably be delivered to you in January or next January. (laughs) Why? Because suddenly there's going to be a back order of it. No, um, there's not going to be a back order of it. It's just going to be taking that long. I mean, have you even got your Army uh, versus Navy jersey? I canceled the order on that one because oh, okay. they, they <laughs> said that it wasn't even going to get to us till March. And I'm like, man, yeah. So, and then we're just the nightmare of the officiating calls in that game. I was just like, no, I, I don't want nothing to do with that jersey. You know, um, the one that I do want, though, I'll, I'll never be able to find unless I can find it. Um, and that is my darling bride to be. Oh, you got to do your devotionals, don't you? Um, well, she says she thinks she's decided on a dress. Oh, okay. Um, Might I suggest the uh, Selena Kyle Catwoman dress? No. That's a good dress. I'm hoping to find a woman that will wear that dress for me. If you do, hey, more power to you. It, it, it's a very beautiful dress. I'm I'm going to send her a picture of it. I'm I'm doing it right now. Please don't. Um, it's fine when I text her during the show, but no, not you. You want to text her afterwards? Then fine, but you have to you have to preface your text message with. He talked about the dress text during the show. I'm shooting you an idea. Fine, I'll do yeah. that. Fine. Anyways, um, anyway, so the jersey from the Army Navy games that I do want, <coughs> it, it's got like inside the the numbers, it's a map of. The battle of uh, the Bul- or battle of the bulge, and it was basically it was the they were celebrating the anniversary of 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 Bastogne, and I mean that's that that's a jersey that I want. And that's a game that they almost name asked one, but the uh, their quarterback. I, feel, I to this day I I I mourn for this kid. Um, he was a senior, and he fumbled the ball on the goal line with what would have been a go-ahead touchdown. And, I mean, like the emotion just overtook him. I mean, this kid was openly crying on the sideline. And, I mean, teammates were coming over to try to console him. And, I mean, he just was outwardly apologetic for losing that game. Uh. But... I don't know. I mean, oh man, that almost happened too. This game, game didn't it? I uh, like the last uh, throw with uh, uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs almost lost the ball and got an interception. Dude, <laughs> it was. Oh, are you talking about that game with the Bills? Huh? You talking about that overtime game with the Bills, the Buffalo Bills? No, this weekend, it was right before the overtime. Oh, yeah, 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 no, when Joe Burrows kind of flicked it out there. Yeah. And it all, yeah. 
But, you know, I mean, I don't know. You know, as a matter of fact, here, let me do this here real fast. I'm curious. Jerseys. Cincinnati Bengals. Gotta go men. And let me go Nike. And all they're offering for Bengals jerseys. Huh. I don't want it. Okay, let's go Joe Burrow. Wow, an autographed Super Bowl helmet. Autographed by Joe Burrow, $800. Damn. A football, $400. Uh, let's see here. Autographed Super Bowl footballs. Um, Joe Burrow, $600. One autographed by Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, $900. Uh, Let me see here. Oh, come on. Where is the filters at? We're going to go. Nike. Jerseys. Well, I don't. Let me do this. Let me see if the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't care about fanatics. I really cannot stand fanatics. I can't. Nah, you gotta you gotta care for the fanatics. No, I really no, no. don't. I'm talking, I'm talking about the online sports store. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. No, that that their their customer service is deplorable, and I'm just like, no, just don't put your own brand out there. Let let me shop what I want to shop. Don't force your crap down my throat. Okay. Men's items. Eh. I want game day authentic stuff. Let me see if they've got Bengals Pro Shop. Okay. Let me do this here. What are you trying to do? Uh, figure out. I'm, I'm, I'm trying going. to look to see what I mean, because you know they've got game jerseys, and I'm like, okay, this is technically an auth, you know, it's it's an authentic replica, but I'm talking mm. about like <clears throat> an authentic jersey. Mm. Uh, let me see here, online store. Oh, it's going to reroute me to a fanatics experience. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. All right. Nike game jerseys. 
I mean, they've all got Super Bowl patches on them already. Uh, I don't fucking care about all that crap. Most of that stuff is for people that actually go to the Super Bowl half the time, anyways. Well, I mean, it's, but they're not. It's but okay. if you order it, I guarantee, if you order it from that that site, from what <clears throat> what we're gathering right now, it won't be there Here until like. Here we go. Here we June. Go. They've got game used jerseys in here. Um, let me see. They've got one in here that's seven hundred dollars. Uh, really? Josh Topu, yeah, game used. It was used against the Browns on November seventh of, of twenty twenty one. They don't did have. Did they have, have any... uh, did they have like uh, authentic? Uh, also, vacation. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, anything that they say that's game used, they're going to have to offer you a COA. But, um, like William Jackson the third, uh, this game was used against the Colts in, in 2020. It's marked down from 800 to 519 dollars. Um, Auden Tate is a 600 dollars. Oh, here's one. Preston Brown, Cincinnati game or Cincinnati game used number fifty-two black jersey versus the Buffalo Bills, September twenty-second, two thousand nineteen, twelve hundred dollars. Damn. Um, but those see those are the type of jerseys like, you know where, um. Excuse me. Um, where? See, they don't. Okay, just flat out. There's. Yeah. So, I don't care about all that garbage. So here we go. All right. So the Bengals Pro Shop. Yeah. All right. So men's. No. Here. No. Bueller. Bueller. Bengals Pro Shop. Uh huh. Uh huh. Men's. and they don't have a filter. you know what's what irritates me more than anything else is whenever you go to a web page to shop for something or to price something they yeah. don't give you a filter okay so an orange okay so we're looking at basically jerseys from mm-hmm. like the Bengals pro shop 150 dollars and i would kind of i mean i don't know i kind of rock the black one i kind of dig it the orange is too much for me though i mean that's all so, oh okay so here we are here we're, here it is here's the one i'm looking for the they're they're it's just like the collectible jerseys they're called uh elite jerseys right and those are going to be as, about as close to authentic as you're going to get mm-hmm. without getting game used ones 325 dollars. but everything is sewn on everything is embroidered Right now, what I find funny is, uh, let me see here. Now, if you go to, um, like Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. and you go, let me see here, jerseys. Authentic. 
That's comparable. Authentic jerseys. The same material, the same quality of craftsmanship that goes into the actual on-field jerseys that are worn during a game. Yeah. Um, ooh, that one's a steal. Holy crap. Okay. Um, you're looking do at they do it, do they... $345 for a personalized jersey to $325 <sighs> for, um, okay, this one is, that's, that's the City Connect. Uh, I might try it again. An Andrew Benatendi authentic Red Sox jersey. It it was three hundred. It's on sale for one hundred and twenty. And holy shit, they've got four left in my size. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, this is happening. Hold on a second. I'm not buying it. I'm just I'm I'm doing something here. Hold on. <laughs> what are you just doing? Sent that to my one. I sent the link for it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the uh, end of the episode. No, it's not. No, no, no. You are, you're. (laughs) God, I can't believe you did that. I have no shame, dude. I I mean, I really don't. Okay, so um, now that I'm done. Focused onto the show? I I was dropping like the world's biggest hint for a Valentine's Day gift. How about that? Um, But, you know, I'm looking forward to this game. How mine's like alive. Alive or a life? We'll get back to that. Okay, not a problem. <laughs> I wasn't saying that you don't have a life. I was not implying that at all, sir. Do not get me twisted. Oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm not, I'm not. I didn't even think about that. I was like, huh? If I give life to someone that I like, someone that I, I would probably do Brittany Murphy. She was cute. Give life back. That was my thinking. So, well, so if you're talking about the soul stone, so you give a lot, you know, give a soul to save a soul. Whose soul are you giving? And it can't be somebody evil because that's too easy. Now, the way that had, the soul stone well, the works, way, the way to, that. The way they set it up in the... Are you talking MCU or are we, t- are we talking like... We're talking MCU. Like com- M- MCU soul MCU, stone. you have to care about the person. You, and you have to give is, up the life of a loved one. Yeah. Yeah. When you're out. 
Good, because Mindy would have incredible <laughs> heartburn with you. Yeah, no. Uh, like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to sacrifice him. What? Oh, yeah, great deal. Making a deal, bringing back Brittany Murphy. Like, there'd be certain conditions involved, like, in her current state, which would be zombie Brittany Murphy, which would be just, like, an incredibly... Yeah. Awkward screw. Yeah. Or are we talking like Oh yeah. Cracked out eight mile Brittany Murphy. She was in eight mile, wasn't she? She was. Huh. She licked her fingers, went down, wet wet herself, and then yeah. screwed M M M at the plant. No. And then even better. Her, and then they got called <laughs> out in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Even better, and you and I know you've never seen this movie. It was, uh, and she was in it. She, it was uh, Overdrive. You know that Wasn't guy. She in one of those like rom com movies where it was like Just Married or Just Friends or something like that. Probably. It was with Ashton Kutcher. Uh... Anyways, that went completely off the rails. Um, anyhow, I'm curious. I'm curious. Yeah, but uh, you know, this is just married. Yeah, you're right. She was yeah. Sarah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good game. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Also, two weeks after the Super Bowl is over. Pitchers we'll and catchers get all... are due to report for base or for, for spring training. Mm -hmm. So, if any players or any owners happen to accidentally come across our show and are listening to it for whatever reason, oh, it was called Drive. I've only got one message for you. One thing to say. This is from a heartfelt place. And I think I can speak confidently on behalf of all Major League Baseball fans. Pull your heads out of your collective asses and get out on the field and play ball. Seriously. I mean, come on. Really? Come on. Enough fucking around, guys. I mean, it's, it's retarded. This is ridiculous at this point. Hammer out some fine, fine, fine point issues and agree on the rest. And let's just let's just get back to baseball, because honestly, after the 2020 season debacle when we started spring training but canceled spring training and then played a half a season and then gave the Dodgers and and Clayton Kershaw an illegitimate um, World Series trophy. I mean, we're talking almost as illegitimate as the Houston Astros World Series trophy, but I digress. Get it together. Right, come on. This is enough is enough. They'll it's figure it that. out the last it's, e it's either that, that they usually it's, do. E it's either that or you just go ahead and cancel the whole damn season. 2022 just never happened. 
and we give all of the network rights to college baseball because I will guarantee you that those kids are out there playing for the love of the game. They are out there grinding their asses off for nothing more than sure unadulterated pride. And that is the way that the game should be played. You know, there's some of those ball players just going, just, just whatever. Just look, can I go? They look? have to. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they're like, look, it, it, and especially these guys that are making league, league minimum. They're like, look, I don't give a fuck what we do. Just get me on that field so I can earn a paycheck and make my house payment. That's all they care about. That is true. But anyways, and you, guess... you got these guys that play in the minors. I mean, they're, they're hoping to get called up from AAA and they're like, look, come on. I need my shot, you know, because a lot of these guys are these journeyman, journeyman or journeyman players where they're just. They, they're they're They've been scratching it out for their entire career at a chance to make the show. And this year might might be their last chance to do it before they have to hang it up. I still want to ha- see what happens like with like. uh that uh the replacements with county reads and everything i mean you could do that with almost any sports and everything like that but baseball is more likely to uh have it uh done well, we that can't way. get kevin costner to star in it because he's busy yes he is busy he's gonna stay busy and i don't want him to get away from that that is just i i don't want him to go away from it god that show is so good that show is so so good once i finally just bit the bullet and decided just to go ahead and jump on that train bro you wish you you're like why didn't i get on this train sooner why didn't someone take me to the train station and and now i i just finished episode four of 1883 where they cross the river bro bro wait until five yeah and then six isn't going to be until next month no it's right now i already watched it oh just six okay so what is it like a seven or eight season episode i don't know or or eight eight episode season rather it might it might be just eight with 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 those stars and everything and how much they have to pay i mean technically they're probably just moving like different directions of the camera or adding something to it. I mean, you have all the props right there. You don't really have to do anything. I mean, you're just, you're just moving a couple of cast members off the show. Yeah. And like, Hey, uh, we're getting, we're getting less, uh, less, uh, uh, wagons. So we need only about four to five right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you one person that is not hurting for money right now, and that is Taylor Sheridan. Especially since he bought the uh, 4.6 Ranch. Yeah, he bought the 4.6. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was, so. And and what's really what's really weird is, is his whole doing this, uh, this show, the Yellowstone starting out, now 1883. Uh, they're also going to do uh, – uh, they already have, like, the 4.6s Ranch, uh, and they're going to do a 4.6 uh, – uh, show but the whole reason yeah, why they're doing Jimmy. it yeah the reason why they're doing the show or he started this is because nobody nobody's really done like a ranching show since like what bonanza yeah something like that i mean no one's done like any kind of like 
you know, a good whole hearty. This is the, where your freaking food comes from, basically. And that's what it is. I, that was the first episode of the uh, first five minutes of that show. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Costner is like, this is what we do to keep you fed. So. But, all right, man. I am going to. Uh, I'm going to bed. I'm, I'm going to put this. Yeah, up I got to get in the shower. Up. Yeah. And. I got to get ready for work because uh, I got. I'm going in six tomorrow, and yeah, I've got a full day. Yeah, because we're we're trying to we're trying to crank out as many jobs as we possibly can before the snow hits. So we're yeah. we're, we're, we're really, doing the we're same up against thing. The clock. So we're doing the same thing. If I it fully expect to not to do shit on Thursday. Or so Friday if either. we have time on the on Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, before you leave, we can crunch out those two episodes and just forget about the rest of the week. Because yeah. <laughs> you're still going to Houston? Yeah. Well, depending on whether or not the roads are clear. Yeah. Or if the roads are clear, fine. Great. Awesome. Good. You know, but yeah, the roads suck, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm of the mindset that I would just rather be safe. Than- yeah. Yeah. You know, because I still need you. <laughs> take a number and get in line. Um, uh, no. <laughs> okay. But anyways, uh, thank you for watching everybody of Nerd Sports. I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. And Victory. all right buddy later guys